Incredible edibles start with Loran. Professional bakery emulsions, super strength flavors, and candy mixes from Loran make it easier than ever to create your own delicious edible experience. Bite Me listeners in the contiguous 48 receive 15% off their order at loranoils.com. Just enter Bite Me 15 at checkout. For listeners outside the 48, email customercare at loranoils.com for a list of distributors and retailers near you and tell them Marge sent you. In this week's episode of Bite Me, we're doing a blackberry ginger switchel beverage, a gorgeous pink summery drink that you can enjoy as we enjoy these last few moments of summer. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles, where I help you take control of your high life. I'm your host and certified Gangier Marge, and I love helping cooks make safe and effective edibles at home. I'm so glad you're here, and thank you for joining me today. So I realized as we're in the heart of summertime in Ontario, Canada, where I reside in the summer days are super hot. Although we've had some pretty cool ones as well. It's been an odd summer a little weather-wise, but we've been enjoying some pretty warm weather, but very cool nights. And I realized I hadn't done any beverages for the show this summer. I've done several before. I'll link to some of those in the show notes because there's some pretty fun ones. One of my favorites, of course, is the infused margarita, which you can make alcoholic or non-alcoholic depending on your preference. You always do have to be careful pairing alcohol and cannabis together. So it can be just as delicious with just your infusion and non-alcoholic, but definitely something delightful to cool off on a summer day, not to take away from the blackberry ginger switch hill that we're going to be talking about today. But before we get into it, the cannabis quote of the week. I've been smoking marijuana for 44 years now, and I think it's a tremendous blessing. And that quote was given to the world by Lester Grinspoon a psychiatrist and professor of psychiatry at Harvard University. And he passed away in June of 2020. And just goes to show how highly successful people can also be cannabis users. And it's part of my mandate for this show to end the stigma of what a cannabis user looks like. Because someone might look at me and think, Marge, you smoke weed? Well, I actually eat way more edibles. I've been eating a lot more edibles lately too. Like I, I was smoking a lot, but then lately I've just gone back to my roots and just eat an edible in the evening and just leave it at that. I mean, sometimes I've been layering a little bit, but honestly, for the last couple of weeks, for whatever reason, I've just been enjoying the edible and then not even worrying about smoking. So probably by the time I do again, it might uh, have my tolerance might have lowered a little bit. We'll find out. Now, I was also going to mention that sometimes, I'm sure you've found this as well, Sometimes your recipes don't turn out, or sometimes you find something online and you're like, Ugh, this isn't the way it was supposed to be. And I was found this recipe that I was going to do for the show because it sounded so delicious. And it was more of a breakfast-oriented recipe, although I did have it for dinner, but who doesn't love breakfast for dinner a lot of the times? And it was a baked eggs with sam- smoked salmon recipe, and it looked fantastic. I mean who doesn't love, well, I guess a lot of some people don't, but it it was uh, a butter-based dish. So you could use infused butter and there was smoked salmon, uh, eggs, heavy cream. And it seemed like it should be fantastic. So I tried this one 
And like I said, I made a breakfast for dinner. And of course, Chris and my mother-in-law were my guinea pigs. And for those of you who are newer, uh, my mother-in-law is living with us. And uh, she moved in with us a few months ago. It's been quite an interesting time. So a lot of times I have to look for creative ways to make dishes and infuse them in a way that allows me to get high, but not necessarily her because she, like I said, is 80 and doesn't always want to get high because she's like, make puts me on the ceiling. That's kind of what she says. Um, she's like, pass me the morphine. So, you know, you can only, I've been trying to get her to try some more cannabis, but alas, it's, uh, it's been a challenge. So in any case, obviously you don't want to be dosing people who are not consenting to it. So I've been having to get pretty creative. And that is one thing I do like about this blackberry ginger switchel recipe is that it is easily uh, prepared so that you can dose it however you want. And we'll get into that in a second. But I did prepare this baked eggs and smoked salmon recipe and I served it for dinner and you could tell by the looks on their faces that it was completely unappealing. I'm not sure what I did wrong. Actually, there might've been a step that I did in there wrong. But the eggs turned out runny and liquidy. They didn't seem to get baked at all. And the texture was kind of mucousy. And the cream in it just sort of sat in the little pot because you made them in little ramekins. And the only good part of it maybe was the smoked salmon, which I kind of picked out and ate. And at first I was kind of like, what, you guys don't like it? And I think that was my own ego speaking because, of course, I couldn't really finish mine either. And that one just did not turn out well. And I've, I've sort of looked through it. The only thing I can think is that you're, I was supposed to use hot water with something at some point. And I used like tap water, so maybe that, that was it. But it did not turn out the way I wanted. And that was a little disappointing because... You always want something that you make to turn out good. And I forget what we ended up having to have for dinner, but it wasn't that. We had to have something else. So I won't be sharing that recipe with you because that one was a bit of a flop. And it happens even to the best of us. So if you've ever had a recipe that you tried and you're like, this did not turn out well, well, you are not alone. So I'm sure it happens to the professional chefs out there as well. Whenever you're experimenting in the kitchen, sometimes things go wrong. I think I even did a re- an episode on that a while back now called um, something to the effect when things go wrong, I think. I'll link to that in the show notes because it's sort of sometimes an interesting reminder because there are ways to salvage a recipe when you've made them, but that did not apply in this particular instance. So the blackberry ginger switchel, let's move on to that now because this was, like I said, I haven't done a lot of drinks this year and I saw this one and I've been a big fan of ginger and who doesn't love fresh blackberries or strawberries, whatever the case might be. And I thought I really had to try this one because sometimes ingesting or infusing a beverage, it's a really easy way to infuse something. Beverages are fantastic. And oftentimes it might hit you a little bit faster. And I would say, I wouldn't say necessarily the one that you've made yourself isn't going to last as long, but there's that possibility. The ones on the legal market that I've tried certainly usually don't have the same longevity as a typical in- ingestion-based or food-based edible that has to pass through the entire digestive system and all the rest of it. Beverages seem to be a little bit different. So do keep that one in mind. But this is a non-alcoholic one. It requires very few ingredients, but you may have to go out and buy your blackberries, of course. But all you're going to need is your honey, some apple cider vinegar, a fresh knob of or a knob of fresh ginger, two cups of blackberries, and some water. And the simplicity of this one is you can infuse it more than one way. So the great thing about this one is you can do the infused honey and it's no problem. 
you can do a ratio of the infused honey to, or whatever the case might be, if you figure out how potent your honey is and you know how many servings this is going to make. It says it makes six servings. And I guess that depends on how big a serving is. So you might have to take that into account and do a few calculations. So you kind of know how much you're ingesting, but you can do it with the infused honey. What I ended up doing is I used some of those. I have some infused powders that I poured into it afterwards and stirred in at the time of consumption, because this allowed me to infuse just my beverage and not the beverage of other people who were enjoying it. In this case, it was just Chris who tried some of it out. I made it for dinner one night, your pantry already. I definitely had honey, apple cider vinegar. I did have to go out and buy some more ginger, but I usually have that on hand and I did have to pick up the blackberries. But I mean, if you're out grocery shopping, it's pretty easy to throw those into your cart. So essentially all you do is you put all the ingredients into a saucepan and you bring it to a boil over medium high heat. I would suggest if you're using your infused honey in this one that you just do it over medium heat. It might take a little longer, but that's okay. You just don't want to burn off any cannabinoids in that in that delectable honey you've painstakingly made. And then you turn the heat to medium low, maybe lower, the low end of that, and simmer it for about 15 minutes. Then you're going to mash the blackberries. I couldn't find my potato masher, and that would have been the easiest way to do it while they're because they like to bob around in the water. And I used a fork, but I couldn't find my potato masher. You're going to mash the berries into the liquid, and then you let them simmer for another five minutes. So you're sort of crushing that blackberry goodness into the rest of the liquid. And then you strain, strain the solids out of the liquid, you refrigerate it. It says overnight. You could probably do it over several hours, but it really does help all the flavors come together. And you serve it cold over ice. And it is really a refreshing, beautifully colored beverage. But I do have to point out because I tried it and Chris tried it. And two, one out of two people wasn't a big fan. And you can probably guess who that was because I was doing this episode. That means that I would have not liked it. Or wait, if I'm doing this episode, it means I liked it. So as you can deduce, because I know you're all smart, Chris was not a big fan of this particular beverage. So I guess the main takeaway here is if you're not a huge fan of ginger, this one may not be for you. You could probably leave the ginger out, possibly. It does have that bit of an acidic flavor just because with the ginger and a bit of the apple cider vinegar, but it did end up being really refreshing and served over ice. She does recommend serving it with a sprig of of mint as well, which I wish I'd had because actually I think that would have been very complimentary to this particular one. If you're not a big fan of ginger, because the ginger flavor does come through and you're not even using a ton of ginger, but ginger is a powerful powerful antioxidant, but a powerful flavor. And so just bear that in mind as a non someone who's not really crazy about ginger. And I don't know when my love affair with ginger began because I do recall as a child, my grandfather, he was British and he loved ginger. Someone, when people, some of my family would come to visit, they would bring him candied ginger, which at the time I thought was disgusting or like the dry ginger and all that stuff. I could not stand it. And I didn't understand the appeal at all. Sometimes I recall when I was a child, I'm a little bit scarred from this probably, but my mom has passed away years ago. And so I can openly talk about the weird shit that she used to put in my lunches because I did get a lot of weird stuff. But I remember her putting candied ginger into my lunch. I'm like, why? I'm not like a 70 year old British man who loves candied ginger. I was like, this is gross. And I probably gave it away or threw it out. 
Now I would have been all over that stuff. I don't know when things changed. When I was a kid, I also really didn't like olives and pickles. I mean, am I insane? I love olives now. And if you're listening and you happen to be in Canada and you have access to President's Choice, their President's Choice stuffed garlic olives are the best. In particular, because they don't, they aren't super salty. You know, the ones that you get in the grocery store and those open things where you have to serve yourself and put them in their little plastic containers. I mean, I like those olives too, but they're so damn salty. I can only eat like one, but these other garlic stuffed olives are the right amount of saltiness. I can eat, eat like three or four and yeah, I love them. In fact, to the point where one of my daughters, she also loves olives. We used to eat them when she lived at home. She would eat them straight out of the can, those black ones that are kind of woody tasting. She would eat them straight out of the can, eat the entire thing. To the point now where she comes over to my house and often that's the first thing she'll do is go straight to the fridge because she knows I'll have the garlic stuffed olives in there and they're her favorite as well. So it's funny how taste buds change because now I... I love ginger. I will sometimes make the hot lemon and ginger, especially if I'm not feeling too good. You know, you have ginger and hot lemon and a little bit of honey. This blackberry switchel is a delightful use of ginger where it's where it's definitely present, but not overpowering. When I go out for sushi, that pickled ginger that they put in those little things to help cleanse your palate between the different bites, ugh, one of my favorite things. So this uh, podcast was not intended to be a, a a love note to ginger, but here we are. And don't think that the blackberry flavor doesn't stand out. It really does. And on a hot summer day, if you're just relaxing in your yard, maybe you're doing some barbecuing. I mean, that sounds like something I would be doing. Putting on the charcoal grill and roasting whatever veggies and meat that I have and enjoying a nice, refreshing blackberries ginger switchel. (sighs) That just sounds so refreshing. And it is. I've tried it. So don't take Chris's word for it. Take my word for it, of course. There's a reason why I have the podcast and he doesn't. So don't tell him I said that. If you ever run into him, he might not be too happy to hear that. But let's be honest. (laughs) I did tell him the other day that I I talked to him, talk about him from time to time on the show. And I think he loves it. He really does. So there's that. Now, you may be wondering, of course, why Gloria didn't try this ginger switcher out as somebody who... Grew up on a farm. She may be familiar with these types of things. Well, unfortunately, Gloria is in the hospital at the moment. She had a bit of an infection and she's recovering from that nicely, but she hasn't been with us and it's been awfully quiet in the house without her, although perhaps a little bit more back to normal as we've been accustomed to, but she is in good hands and she's in great spirits. So that's all that matters because I feel like if you have the right attitude, you're going to recover faster. That's all there is to it. And perhaps I should have brought her some of that blackberry ginger switchel because it might have, I don't know what it might have done. It feels like it's healthy though anyway, when you have like the honey and the apple cider vinegar, the ginger, the blackberries, like it all seems like it's a very healthy beverage to enjoy. So I'm sure she'll have a speedy recovery and that she will be home soon by the time this recording comes out in any case. But it's just a reminder, folks. You just never know. Take care of yourselves and be good to the people that you love. I did actually get a necklace not that long ago. I got one for myself and Chris. And while it may seem a little morbid, it does have the words Mento Mori on the front with a skull. On the back, it says, you could leave life right now. And I just kind of wear it as a reminder. This was actually put out by the Daily Stoic. And if you're familiar with Ryan Holiday and any of his books and content that he puts out, it's fantastic. And I really like the Stoic philosophy. But 
It's just that reminder, a bit of a talisman that I wear around my neck to remind myself that you need to live your life to the fullest because you never know when your time is up. So not to, not to leave this on a sad note, it isn't meant to be sad. But this also means that if you're out there and you're making edibles, you better make those best damn edibles that you can. Share them with friends, share them with families, consume them, enjoy them, try something new, be experimental in the kitchen, have fun with it. That's what we're talking about here. So on that note, my friends, I hope you enjoy this recipe if you give it a shot. I would love to see pictures or if you have anything to say about this particular recipe, I would love to hear from you. You know where to find me, bitemepodcast.com or on some of the socials. You can join my newsletter as well if you're interested. So lots going on and I hope you are living your life to the fullest, enjoying all the best edibles. So until next week, my friends, stay high.